From Charter Hall and Banish, this is Sustainability Further. I'm your host, Lottie DL. You're listening to Sustainability Further, a podcast by Charter Hall. One of Australia's leading property groups, Charter Hall is focused on creating innovative spaces and going further to build a better future for all. With over 3,700 B Corp certified businesses worldwide and almost 350 in Australia and New Zealand alone, the B Corp certification is seen as one of the highest standards within the sustainability industry. B Corp is a way for businesses to balance profit and purpose, looking at everything from production to policy. In this episode, we chat with the Australia and New Zealand CEO, Andrew Davies, about how they are shaping the future for businesses. Thanks so much for joining us today, Andrew. So first of all, I wanted to ask you, what does sustainability mean to you? Well, thanks for having me, Lottie. And you might think I'd go for some sort of clever technical definition, but I won't go there. I think for me, it's a very simple idea around something is sustainable if it can continue happening without having a cost on someone or something else. Um, I think there's also an element in there for me that really anything is sustainable if, it, if it's having a positive impact, if there's a good reason for it to exist. Um, and I think when you apply that concept to businesses, it translates very clearly to the idea that we shouldn't be externalising costs. Um, but, you know, a little bit deeper thought sometimes needs to go into why are we running a business, what's the positive impact that it can have. Exactly. And I think now we're nowadays we're finding a lot more businesses that aren't just chasing that bottom line and they're looking at what their purpose is and also at the impact that they're having as well. I, I think there was a really interesting article recently written by McKinsey where they talked about purpose being a business's superpower. And I think that's a really interesting concept because we have got past a stage in time where to be sustainable brought an expense or an additional burden on a business. And we're at a very interesting time where we are seeing a business that's well articulated to having a positive impact or a clear purpose is in fact able to potentially reduce costs and certainly to build better relationships and and drive loyalty amongst customers and partners. So, yeah, I think that it's it's gone from a nice thing to do to increasingly a really smart thing to do to power your business. Yeah, I definitely agree. And I think that it is all about kind of finding that balance between purpose and profit, and it is becoming so much easier. So in Australia, I was actually talking to Zoltan from Citizen Wolf last week um, on the podcast, and he was saying that he's just absolutely obsessed with B Corp. He's a great spokesperson. And he was saying that there are more B Corp businesses in Australia per capita than anywhere in the rest of the world. Is that right? Well, we've certainly experienced incredible growth. So I haven't checked lately on the per capita measure. Uh, I don't want to contradict something, but certainly for, for a fair period of time, we've been growing really rapidly compared to other areas of the world. And that begs the question, why? Uh, and I don't have a clear answer for you on that one. I think that businesses in Australia are still very much a trusted institution. And certainly in the last 12 months, we've seen businesses increasingly responding to some of the challenges that we're facing as a society. And so that translates directly to the interest in what we do, which is certify business and help set standards for them in order for them to to be better businesses. So that demand has certainly been really strong and has continued through the last 12 months as well. Amazing. So you guys certify so many different types of businesses. So you've got 
Citizen Wolf, who were a fashion label. You've got a building company called Verticon. And then you've got a toilet paper brand who gives a crap. So how do you measure sustainability across such diverse companies? Yeah, it's a great question, Lottie. And I think we need to get a little bit technical here to answer that properly. So in order to be a certified B Corporation, you assess yourself as a business against an objective set of standards. And for one thing, we have more than 80 different tracks of our assessment that vary according to the size of, uh, of a business and certainly its industry or sector. So that obviously a question, uh, a set of questions need to be um, designed to suit a manufacturing business based in a developing country as opposed to maybe a small professional services firm in Bondi. So there are different versions of the assessment. But more importantly, what the assessment does is measure you against a set of objective standards for how a business can be organised or designed to have a positive impact. What the certification does not do is actually measure the outcomes that a business creates because, of course, there's as many different outcomes of business as there are businesses. And so it's impossible to, to use an objective set of standards to do that. So what our certification does is really measure how effectively you map to our standards, which are set globally with a bunch of different advisory groups to help shape them and are constantly evolving. In fact, we release a whole new version every, every three years of our standard set, and every three years the bar goes up. So the answer is um, there is some level of diversity in the questions that we ask, but more importantly, it is an assessment for how you map to these standards, and universally they can be applied to a whole lot of different businesses, even though those businesses themselves, some businesses might have an amazing contribution towards um, the environment by running a carbon-neutral travel business, other businesses might have a really strong focus on workers and community for the way they employ people or empower people through things like uh, employee ownership plans. So the outcomes of a business can be very, very different. Yeah, that would be, I'm just trying to process that all because it's, yeah, it's just not really a simple yes or no answer or kind of this is exactly what we do. It just, yeah, you've got your work cut out for you. Yeah, look, I, I, I think that Perhaps the way to look at that, if I've thrown um, some confusion in there, I apologise. But uh, I think the way to look at it is really think about the value proposition. So businesses come really to any certification to, to hold their feet to the fire, to really assess how they're performing. Uh, that can then translate to really great ways to differentiate yourself from competitors to say, hey, we're the real deal. We don't just talk about these things, but we've been assessed by a third party to actually do them. But also it can be a great way to just really understand where your business performs well and where it can improve. So thinking about it as a process over time. So the idea of, of certifying requires you to get a bit technical when it comes to standards. But I often try and just get a bit more focused on what, what's a business's motivation for wanting to go through this process. And one of the big payoffs that we often find is businesses just want to connect with other like-minded businesses who are interested in doing better. And that's one of the kind of unsung value propositions that we have this great community of businesses who, who like to collaborate yeah i think the other day i saw on my linkedin it popped up there was kind of a trivia happening with all of these b corp people and everything so it's nice to kind of create that community even if it is across so many different diverse industries as well when businesses are applying or going through this process of certifying with you guys what do you think is something that often surprises them in this process 
Yeah, so one of the common responses I get from businesses is that the certification process was considerably tougher than they expected, took a lot longer than they expected, and forced them to maybe make a few more changes to their business than they thought it might. But then very quickly they say, don't change a thing because that's a key part of the value is that a really rigorous holistic assessment that looks apart, that looks across all aspects of an organisation will inevitably force you to tackle some part of the business that you perhaps hadn't thought about before. And it's amazing to me how much I get those comments, but they really do follow up with, and look, please don't change a thing. We love that it was actually a lot harder than we expected going through the process. And in general, how long does this process kind of go for for businesses? That's that's a question we get a lot, and it's uh, a very hard one to answer. I could perhaps break it into kind of sections of the process. So the assessment itself, as I mentioned, it's it's very deep and it's very wide at the same time. So there's about 200 different data points that it tries to assess. It does vary a little bit depending on the nature of the, the sector and the business. But if you literally just sat down and undertook the assessment, and it's an online free platform for any business, you could probably get through it in a few hours. But we really encourage people to break it up and work with a team across the business uh, so that not just one person is answering all the questions. And unless that person is very senior, if not the CEO, it's often very hard to answer all the questions because you don't understand all the bits of the business. So you can get through that in a few hours. But the reality is it's what's happened next, what happens next that can be any number of days, weeks, months, or even years, which is what are the improvements that you need to then undertake in your business to achieve the level that you need to get to to certify. And that can often lead a business down deep conversations with suppliers and supply chain or changing its employment practices or any number of really positive changes in the business. And even though that might take a lot of time, that's also a really important exercise. And it's actually why we're here. We're here because we want businesses to be better designed for positive impact. And we want them to do that work. So we can see businesses that are perhaps kind of really well designed in the first place get through that really quickly, but we can also see that take years and we we are open to all those timeframes. And then, of course, there's actually getting certified, which is a bit like a like an online audit or a virtual audit, and that process typically takes um, anywhere from 6 to 12 months to complete. Okay, yeah, it, it is. It's kind of like how long is a piece of string? <laughs> I asked that question. There isn't a simple um, answer when it comes down to it. But I think one of the things that I really, really like about what you're saying is that you don't just look at the output, you're actually looking at kind of what is going on in the business. And also in terms of kind of you look at a lot of policies and kind of really look in depth into, yeah, what a company's policies are around pretty much everything. So what are some of the kind of most significant changes that you've seen businesses make from a policy perspective, I don't think it's something that we really talk about that much. Yeah, and look, I, if framing that as the most significant, I would start, not a cliche, at the top, which is really looking at what is the purpose of your business. And that can most clearly be established in a company constitution. And that's one of these pretty dreadful documents that I'm sure a, a lot of people listening have never looked at since the day the accountant gave it to them and maybe and said, sign this constitution. But it's actually a really significant document and it acts on a number of levels. But most fundamentally, it's effectively a contract between your owners, your shareholders or investors, the directors and the management of the company to to set in place how this business is going to be run for the long term. 
Now, we've seen businesses like Australian Ethical Superannuation Fund out of uh, Sydney, who are a long-standing B Corp. And right from the start, they baked an ethical charter into their constitution to set in stone how it was that their business was going to run and to send a message to not just future shareholders, but also future executives, management comes and goes, that this business is designed to operate in a certain way for the long term. And I think companies that really tackle that, and B Corps do that, it's part of the requirement that you need to amend a constitution to build in some clauses around purpose and stakeholder governance. Companies that do that are really, I think, tackling the most important question, which is what is the purpose of business? What is the role of business? And how is business going to hold itself to account over the long term? Yeah, no, I agree. It is something that we don't really think about because you kind of harp on about, yeah, we're business, we're kind of purpose for profit, that kind of element for a lot of businesses, but we don't really come back to our core and what we're here to do. And every business decision ultimately needs to come down to that, is that top line, what is our aim and what are we doing here? Well, there was a a fellow called Milton Friedman who actually 50 years ago, almost exactly just a few months ago, was the 50-year anniversary of his famous essay um, in the New York Times that, that has been widely accredited with setting this idea that the company's highest purpose is to deliver returns to shareholders. And that simple idea has done so much harm over the last 50 years because it's complete rubbish. Of course, returns to shareholders is an important factor of running a business. But if that's your only and primary goal, then I can't imagine too many people will rock up to work thinking, I'm going to have a great day at work today and really drive those shareholder returns. I mean, businesses are complex things. They sit in communities and societies. They use resources. They employ people. They have an incredibly huge impact on people's lives. And whilst, yes, we're a big believer in businesses being for-profit, that's who we work with, uh, it's really simplistic to think that that's the only thing driving people. It really just gets, I think, wheeled out when a company or an executive has been caught out doing the wrong thing and they perhaps try and say, well, I was just delivering returns to shareholders. But the sooner we can really tackle that idea head on, I think we're going to really start to articulate more clearly the genuine role that business has in society. Yeah, so just on that, what are your future plans for B Corp Australia and New Zealand in the next five years? Sure. So, look, we've built a community of of almost 350 certified B corporations across Australia and Otero, New Zealand. We continue to grow that. We've got strong demand for that that highest performance performance standard, if you like. But we're also working with many hundreds and thousands of businesses who are using our platform to measure and manage their impact. And not all of them necessarily even want to achieve certification. It's a really powerful toolkit for any business to work with. So a big part of our next five years is to really expand the idea that we want to work with more businesses who are interested in that idea of really assessing themselves against some standards to see where they can improve and expanding the idea that it's not necessarily all about certification. That will always be our highest standard, but any business can engage in the idea of doing a little bit better. Yeah, definitely. So for businesses who are listening to this today and who are considering becoming B Corp certified, what is some advice that you would give them? Probably two two simple things. One is it's a really good exercise to sit around with a with a team of people from the business and explore um, maybe it's a vision statement or a strategy statement. You know, why are you in business? Um, what what is the purpose of your business? 
Uh, Tim Duggan recently wrote a great book called Cult Status that breaks down some really good exercises that you can go through. He does a simple mechanism of keep asking, so what, after you've said your, your vision statement. Ask yourself, so what? And keep saying, so what, until you get to something that's meaningful. So for me, there's a very simple exercise there right away is saying, what is the, the higher purpose of our business? And not every business has to be in business to literally save the planet, as Patagonia famously says. It, it can be quite specific around the impact on the people you employ or community you live in. But every business is, is capable of getting down to that level. So that's a great place to start. And then more practically, um, you can use our toolkit, the B-Impact Assessment, which you can find through our website at bcorporation.com.au. It's a free toolkit, and I encourage you to any business to sign on and start using it. Uh, there's no obligation to do anything with that, but it's a great toolkit to really start thinking about um, holistically where, where is that business best having positive impact. Yeah, I think as well, just having a look at the um, assessment tool before we jumped on this interview, it's just good to kind of keep in mind when you are making those next business decisions to have this kind of at the back of your mind going, oh, yes, well, if we were to look at becoming a B Corp certified company in the future, then what would we be, how would we be answering this differently and start making those changes earlier on? Absolutely. Amazing. Well, I think that is us for today. That has been such an amazing conversation and I think it's really great to hear about well more information about the standards that you're creating and how you are driving businesses to not only be held more accountable but just in general to do better business yeah look it's it's a privilege to be part of this movement um to be working with some pretty incredible businesses and you listed a few earlier these are businesses who genuinely really hold themselves to account to a higher standard and and want to have that positive impact and a lot of our work is really about helping businesses find and articulate that positive impact, which is a really great place to be at the moment. There's a lot of challenges facing the world. And I think that looking at it from an optimistic perspective, it's 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 about finding the positive ways we can all do something a little bit different. So yeah, it's a, it's a great place to be. Thanks for the conversation. This conversation is part of Charter Hall and Banish's podcast series, Sustainability Further. This series has been designed to inspire Australians to be more environmentally responsible and to take climate action. Sustainability Further is produced by Banish. Charter Hall's purpose is to create better futures by bringing aspirations to life.